0: Welcome to Victorious Living.
1: God quickened him, made him alive once again because God had accepted the offering that he made, the sacrifice that he made, the blood that he shed, all of the punishment that was due me, after he had accept, accepted that and forever settled that, then he was raised up because the Holy Spirit in hell quickened his mortal body, and he was made alive again unto God, and then he went to work with spoiling the principalities and the powers right there in their own backyard.
0: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan is sharing with us, identifying with the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us identifying with the resurrection of Jesus.
1: He is my lamb. He took my place. He bore my punishment. He bore everything that sin brought on the human race. He bore that in his own body on the tree so that I could be full of God and so that I could be attached, as it were, birth, new birth, attached back to the life of God and begin to enjoy what the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus really means to me. And otherwise, until we are able to identify with it, we're not going to be able to attach any faith to it. If I can't identify with it, uh, I may have heard it read, I may have heard it preached, whatever. But if 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 I am not identifying with Jesus as my Lamb and what He did for me, and also that God commended His love for me, and in that He Uh, said Jesus he who knew no sin was made to be sin for me then when I begin to identify with that and get that down on the inside of me I guarantee you my faith will rise to another level my faith will come up to another level when I do that so you know when you look at it if you you look at it you know I guess you look as deep as you want to look but if you look, look at it you can see where religion wedged its way into a place that it didn't belong. Religion doesn't belong to us. Religion is not is not to be a part of our family. But the whole world looks at it. if you go to church, you're religious. No, if you go to church and understand what I'm talking about tonight, you're born again. You are a child of God. You are connected to to God, and you are a citizen of the kingdom of God because you've been born from above. Hallelujah. Amen. So you got to know, you got to identify. Now, I'm not saying when I say you, I'm talking about myself. We have to identify with what the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus has brought to my life. You can come to a person, we, whom, whomever, can come to church all the days of their life. On this earth, but until they identify with that so their faith can grab a hold of that and bring that into this lifetime, then it's just a lifetime of religion. But people feel good because they're religious. There'll be a lot of, a lot of people that on Easter Sunday in churches all over going to come to church and they're going to feel good because they came one time. <laughs> they came one time and they're waiting for Christmas. Then they're waiting for Christmas. They're going to come come again at Christmas. Come on now. And so, that, why? Because coming to church on these days, the two days we're talking, uh, and Christmas, going to church is something religious about that that appeals or makes them feel better about themselves. Amen. amen. I remember I used to preach in the church over here at Goodlesville over there on, a, uh, what was the name of that road over there? Oh, you don't remember the name of the road. Uh, but anyway, little, it was a little Baptist church. And I used to preach over there, and they'd get up and preach about certain things, you know, and talk about, you know, uh, they got to get themselves clean enough to go to heaven, you know, and get their life straightened out. And you had to go through a, you had to go through a billow of smoke because all the, all the people went outside when the service said, amen, they was all smoking. I thought, folks, if you're going to clean yourself up. And then I then I thought, if you're not going to clean yourself up, get out of the way. Go, you go out there somewhere, right. you know, and, and, and smoke. Amen. All right. Enough said about that. Okay. All right. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to Ephesians chapter four, verse nine. Everybody got a little more time? That's four of you. The rest of you just hang on. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 9. Now that he ascended, now that Jesus has ascended back to heaven, taking his place at the right hand of the Father, as our high priest, as our propitiation, as our sin offering, as our intercessor, now that he uh, ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. What, what did Paul say? First, first, what did he preach? Jesus died, Jesus buried, Jesus uh, was raised from the dead. So he said, now that Jesus has ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. Now, let me say it this way. Jesus went to hell for us. He went to hell for uh, mankind and uh, all we have to do is receive him by faith. Now that causes a lot of problems with, with people. When, oh no, no, no. Now you know Jesus didn't go to hell. He took your place. He took your punishment, our punishment, our place, whatever, and whatever the sentence of of death that sin brought, uh, then he suffered that for me so that I wouldn't have to go suffer that. So he he ascended. What? Now that he ascended, what is it? But that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. And so when Jesus died under the curse of sin for me, he was carried by the satanic powers into the place called the lower parts of the earth or the place under the earth called hell. When the sentence of death and its punishment was completed in Jesus, beneath the earth or in hell, the Holy Spirit showed up and quickened him in the bowels of hell beneath the earth, God quickened him, made him alive once again, because God had accepted the offering that he made, the sacrifice that he made, the blood that he shed, all of the punishment that was due me after he had accept, accepted that and forever settled that, then he was raised up because the Holy Spirit in hell quickened his mortal body and he was made alive again unto God. And then he went to work with spoiling the principalities and the powers right there in their own backyard. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right there in their own backyard. He, he, he destroyed the principalities and the powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and made a show of them. He, one translation says, he marched these defeated evil spirits in front of a defeated devil. He made a show of them openly when he triumphed over them. Hallelujah. He made a show of them, amen. And there they they had to march, you know, had to march right there in front of everybody, in front of the devil who who Jesus defeated, demon spirits that he defeated. Uh, and now here's Jesus marching, mar- marching what he did in himself in front of them. And he spoiled the principalities and the powers and he made a show of them openly. Hallelujah. You know, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Jesus went by him and said, ha ha, "Ha ha 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 ha!" I don't know what he did. I don't know how he did it, but I can recall. I bet Brother Hagin would probably say he went by me laughing. You know, you know. I, I remember time one time in uh, in uh, Burlington, Colorado, and uh, I was out there for one of Brother Hagin's meetings. And so anyway, uh, he called Ken Turner, who was a trombone player in this service. Uh, Robert and I was out there. And uh, he called uh, Ken Turner, who was a trombone player. player. He said, Ken, come up here and lead us in a laugh. And you know, know, if you're going to laugh, sometimes you have to make yourself laugh. It sounds just as fake as it can be, don't it? When you make yourself laugh, But you know, if you're doing it as unto the Lord. Now think about it. If you're doing it as unto the Lord and you just keep doing it, you know why? Somewhere the Holy Ghost gets involved in that with you. And then there is a life of the Spirit. Amen. And maybe Jesus did that when he spoiled the principalities and the power. Can't you just see it? Can't you see Jesus just said, walking right up to the, now John's not the devil. I want you to understand that. He walked right right up to the devil. Amen. Probably got right up there close to him and just hee-hawed. I mean, just laughed. Amen, why? Because he had left the principalities and the powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world. He left them in the ashes of the dirt, we could say, in in the ashes before them, having spoiled them, having authority over them, come back up, went to heaven, amen. And now he teaches us that that same power, that same power that raised Jesus up from the dead is not outside the church door. Not necessarily in the church house But it's in the people who are in the church house Amen Now he's alive on the inside of us We've got to identify with that I, I, yeah, I'm working on it just like everybody else is I, I tell you, I'm, you know, we, But we've got to work on it every day Identifying with Christ Identifying with his death His burial And his resurrection Because if we're not working at it Somewhere through the day We're going to forget it isn't that right? Yeah. Amen. If you, you ever forget, you know, you get went to the gym and got all built up and you're real muscled up like I am. And then you, uh, and, and then you, you don't do it for a while. What's happened? Your muscles begin to lose the strength. We can lose the, the, the power of the strength of the God that's on the inside of us when we don't think about it, meditate it, and read about it, and thank God for it. Every day of our life, Christ in me, the hope of glory. I have a living hope tonight. I don't have a religious hope. I have a living hope tonight. Hallelujah. And it's a hope, you know, that carries us through this life and is going to take us all the way into heaven because I have a living hope. Now I've got to identify with what my hope did for me, what my hope brought to me. Amen And you know a lot of times People are wanting God To do something for them And, 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 and we all do We all do That's, that's not You know But we, but people sometimes, All of us could At some time We're waiting and wanting For God to do something All the while God is saying Just get yourself strong And there will be nothing That is impossible that's right. Think about it Amen. Nothing No thing Nothing right. shall be impossible Amen. for you. Wow. Hallelujah. Now, when you're running and jumping pews about that, that's okay. Amen. That's okay. No religion in that. That's, right. that's pure salvation, redemption that Jesus purchased for us. And folks, we should be thankful every day of our lives. You know, we all face tests and trial. They all come to us all. You know, I told you about the... Uh...
0: It's our hope that today's message, identifying with the resurrection of Jesus, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 Again that number 1-800-842-7896 If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message please request Offer 16 Today's special offer is 16 From Pastor Cowan and the Congregation of Faith is the Victory Church We'll be looking for you Next time on Victorious Living